The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 74, Monday, June 25th, 2007. So I, I said I was I was putting together like some of those songs. I'll, we'll have to play them. One of them is the Steven Seagal reggae song. Oh, yeah. That was actually pretty decent. No, I let you listen to the blues. This was reggae. Oh, he has two songs? <laughs> no, he's got more than that. He's made like two albums. Huh. I don't well, know from that. Judging from that blues song, I thought he was a better singer than he is an actor. <laughs> he's good. He is the man. Steven Seagal is the quadruple threat. <laughs> this guy is a cop. Yes. A martial artist, a Buddhist monk, musician, a chef. <laughs> he even has a horrible energy drink. What? Yeah, it's on his website. <laughs> I can buy it in his store. No, it's like on. It's like on, it's from the internet. I'm like, how do you buy drinks from the internet? I think it's like stevensegal.com. Yeah, you'll, yeah, but where th- do you'll I... never be able to find it because you don't know how we even know how to say his name. No, S E A G A L C Gal C Gal. Right, his drink is called Stevens Lightning Bolt. And then the link goes to a store where you can't buy it. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's doing there. His, his head is on the can. Well, you can order it from Amazon.com. They sell food on <laughs> Amazon.com. I, I, apparently, his they do. Wait, it says it combines the secrets of true energy <laughs> that martial arts master and actor Steven Seagal discovered in his travels all over the globe oh man you know he's called the in the blues world he's called the mojo priest oh wait this is coming soon steven seagal's organic oil (laughs) (laughs) is that oil from him i don't know this is directly from mr seagal's own organic farm this guy is ridiculous but this guy's got like nine million occupations He's I like I told you he's he's a member of like every ethnic group there is. Well, I, at great. least at least now he's like he's not just walking around in that like ridiculous like Japanese dress that he kept wearing. <laughs> yeah. I remember but, but, that. Yeah, anyway, so he's a musician and um uh Seagal's a couple of albums, blues albums and uh, yeah, I, you know, I listened to them and I thought they were pretty good. Uh, the one album, uh, I don't remember which, I think it's the, uh, uh, which which album was it? Oh, he did one where Songs from the Crystal Cave. That was the first album. Then he did Bojo Priest. Uh, but he does have a lot of, um, he does have some other, like, blues legends. You know, like Bo Diddley performing it on him. So uh, he does have some sort of, uh, um, you know, respect in the blues world there. So, um, yeah, he does some blues music, but we're not going to play his normal music on this show. We're going to go back in time. I remember oh, I was talking, we in that one episode, we were talking about his movies, and there was the one marked for death where he was involved in these, like, J- the Jamaicans had some kind of, like, drug cartel, and he was fighting them, and um, he had to go to Jamaica. And he does a, one of the songs on the, on the, on the, from the movie soundtrack is him and reggae uh, legend Jimmy Cliff together. It's called John Crow. Wait, how and come on his website, if you click on the calendar, 
he's performing a world tour, supposedly, yeah. of music. But every single uh, concert date is in England. He must be popular there. Wow. It's like David Hasselhoff in Germany. Anyway, Seagal, on that, again, on the soundtrack, performed the reggae song with uh, Jimmy Cliff. So we will play that now. There's another one I have to, we have to play. I was reading that um, the rap, you know, hip hop rap, the sales are like way down, you know, which is not a surprise. It stinks. Yeah, it's it's not like I mean again, I was never a big rap fan, you know. This is back in like the '80s and '90s and all, you know. Even like the hardcore stuff, you know, like the Public Enemy stuff and the Ice T, which is Ice Cube. It was hardcore, but there was like, you know, there was, it was like a political statement kind of a, a music, you know, and then it just got into like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm killing this guy and this guy, you know, killing this guy and I'm having all these women and it's been like that for like 10, 15 years now. So the sales have finally gone down. People are sick of it. And um, way back when the WCW. They had this really, this is like around 1999, they had this really horrible idea. I don't know if you know, this, there was a rapper called Master P, and um, somehow they got him involved. And As a wrestler? I, well, of course. I mean, everybody gets involved in wrestling, eventually it's a wrestle. 
But they got him involved, I guess, thinking he's a celebrity. They paid him, like, all this money. But I don't think the WCW fans were too interested in rap. No, they're all these southern uh, hick guys. Well, not just that, but, you know, I, yeah, I watch WCW, but it, it, wrestling fans don't like rap. Well, Macho Especially Man came out with a rap album. Rat, oh, God. <laughs> we got to play the Be a Man, yeah! Be a man, yeah! All right, all right here, here's a clip. <laughs> Come on, that pony fight, the rock break you fast. But when they tell us, we do a real fight, he passed. Called him out, but the punk was scared to go. It was a charity event, but the hog didn't show. Hollywood Hulkster, you're at the end of your rope. And I'ma kick you in the butt and wash your mouth out with soap. Cause, like Rodney Dangerfield, you get no respect. So come on, Hulk, let's wreck so I can put you in check. Be a man, Hulk. Come on, don't be scared. You're running from a macho, that's what I heard. Be a man, Hulk. Come on, don't be a child. Anyway, um, they had uh, Master P was supposed to be in this, like, faction and it just didn't work out, and eventually they wound up having him feud with Kurt Henning, you know, Mr. Perfect, yeah. who's dead now. <laughs> and Kurt Henning had these other, like, these other three guys, and they all dressed up as cowboys, and they called themselves the West Texas Rednecks, and they actually wrote a song for them that they performed, they would perform, called Rap is Crap. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually have it on a WCW CD, and now we're playing that. Well, let me ask you this. How many people just hate rap music? You know, we got a brand new song here we're going to whip on you. It's called Rap is Crap, and it go like this right here. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. I love country girls I like Willie Nelson And don't forget about Merle There's only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap I like NASCAR racing Richard Petty is still the king Yeah, they call me a redneck But you know that's a beautiful thing there's only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap There's only one thing that I hate Cause it's a bunch of crap I hate rap Rap is crap Rap is crap Speaking of Sean Connery, have you? Ever, I haven't seen this movie. Have you seen this movie, Finding Forrester? Yeah, it was okay. It is basically Sean Connery is like this old, like writer, this former famous writer, and he somehow tutors this this black kid. And the whole time is just Sean Connery just like screaming at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tutor you, you punk. 
<laughs> now get out of here! Because supposedly online, people are saying that it is the number one movie with the worst dialogue. And Sean Connery has like really, really ridiculous dialogue in the movie. Here are some of his supposedly terrible lines in the movie. <laughs> we should, we'll call this um, words of advice from Sean Connery. Sir <laughs> Sean Connery. Women will sleep with you if you write a bad book. Women will sleep with you if you write a bad book. <laughs> I want my one million dollars for saying this stuff, by the way. <laughs> per line. Per letter. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> That's what he says. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> That was voted the number two worst line in a movie of all time. Ow. This is voted the number one worst line in a movie of all time. And from the same movie? Yes. <laughs> Punch the keys for God's sake. Punch the keys for God's sake. <laughs> what would punching keys do? I, I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that hurt? Yes, they're made out of metal. Hey, hold on, guys. I fell on my keys. Uh, here's another one. In some cultures, it's good luck to wear something inside out. In some cultures, it's good luck to wear something inside out. Damn it. <laughs> now, this is the same guy who couldn't understand the Matrix script. <laughs> They were making The Matrix. He was making this movie. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't making this. It was 2000. No, nah, no, nah, he did that other... Well, he did League of Extraordinary oh, Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Instead of The Matrix. But there was another movie that he turned down that was huge, right? That he couldn't understand. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He turned it down because he didn't understand it. The Gandalf. Well, here's another one. Yeah. The first key to writing is not to think. The first key to writing is not to think. <laughs> this is like deep thoughts with Jack Handy. I'll take poor assumptions for $800, Alex. I'll take poor assumptions for $800, Alex. <laughs> Wait, he said that in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. I wonder if that's where Daryl Hammond got his idea. <laughs> I'll take swords for a thousand, Alex. Swords? What? It's not swords, it's S words. <laughs> yes. So on Monday, May 21st, 2007, uh, the show Heroes on NBC, I I've watched that this whole season. Have you watched that, Greg? Never, never, never. You know, it started off very good, and then it got a little slow, and then it sort of picked up again at the end, and they had the season finale. And the whole season revolved around this group of 
you know, several people who had special abilities. One girl can heal herself if she gets hurt. Another guy can travel through time, control time, etc., etc. Christopher Lloyd is in this show? <laughs> we have to go back to the future. <sighs> no, it's it's a Japanese guy. Oh. And so you have these, this group of several people who have supernatural powers. And there's a guy who also has supernatural powers, but he's going around killing these people who have the supernatural powers and somehow absorbing their powers. So every episode he kills, you know, one or two people and absorbs their powers and he's getting more powerful as the season goes on. So okay. all of these so all of the heroes are trying to figure out how to stop this guy. But then there's a little twist because one of the other characters played by that guy who was in the movie Rocky Milo Ventimiglia or whatever his name is. Milo, I don't know. Yeah. Um, his character can also absorb people's powers, but without killing the people. Huh. Like, you know, he all, all he has to do is meet the person, and now he has that person's power, in addition to whatever other powers he already had. Ooh, it's quite handy. So, one of the characters has some sort of power where he can control nuclear uh, radiation activity. So Milo, Milo's character, Peter, Peter Petrelli, absorbs this guy's nuclear radiation power. And it turns out, by the end of the season, he is not going to be able to control that radiation and it's, he's going to go completely out of control and explode and blow up all of New York City and kill, obviously, millions of people. Okay. So we have two things. How do we stop the villain, Siler? And how do we stop Peter from exploding and killing everyone? So they've been building up, finally, the season finale. And this was probably the biggest disappointment ever. <laughs> because... Finally, throughout the season, in the episodes, you have all of these various storylines of these various people. So now at the end, the last couple of episodes, their paths have been crossing. And they're meeting each other, and they're helping each other, and they're trying to figure all these problems out. So the, the finale is going to be great. They're going to figure out how to stop Peter. They're going to kill Siler. So at the end of the episode, of course, all of the heroes are gathered in New York City and in, in like the, the center of the city, wherever they are. I don't know. And it's like, yes, finally, all the heroes have come together. They're going to join forces. They're going to kick this guy's butt, this real powerful villain. They're going to destroy him. This is going to be great. The big climax, the, the big battle, the fight scene. And what in reality, on the show, you have two of the guys are just laying there on the ground doing nothing. <laughs> okay. The boy is just standing there doing nothing. And you have Peter Petrelli getting beaten up by the villain. You have the woman, Nikki, or Jessica. She has two different names. <laughs> she tries to throw a parking meter at the villain, and he, like, blocks it or something. And then the Japanese guy, Hiro, comes with his sword, and he stabs the villain, which is good. But then the villain, Siler, throws him into the building. This is the big battle? The big dramatic finale? 
So then, of course, like, Peter gets real mad, and he starts punching Siler in the face. And he ends up killing him somehow by punching him in the face. <laughs> and, like, that was, like, kind of it, basically. <laughs> so, apparently, <laughs> they wrote all these different competing stories and plots and arcs and storylines and, and different things... And they figured, well, at the end, since we have no idea how to wrap any of this up, we'll just have everybody appear at the very end and beat each other to death. Yeah, except nobody was doing anything. It sounds <laughs> sort of like that play that 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 my friends and I wrote back in the fifth grade where we, we, we were doing a Western. <laughs> and we had all these different storylines and all this, like, drama. Yes. And we didn't resolve any of it. We just, at the very end, we just had, like, a shootout. Everybody shot each other. Yeah, well, and the way that they solved Peter from exploding and blowing up New York City was that throughout the whole season, Peter's brother, Nathan, is running for a Congress. And he's he's trying to protect his image. He wants to win the election. He doesn't, you know, come on, Peter, stop messing up. All this stuff, the bomb and the superpowers. Come on, just act normal. You're going to make me lose the election. You're going to give me a bad reputation like I have some crazy brother. Wait, wait, are you talking about Heroes or the movie Black Sheep? (laughs) Because I I, I couldn't tell the difference for a second there. I know, it's a very... (laughs) With Chris Farley. And And David Spade. No, so, so this guy Nathan is acting like this throughout the entire season towards mm. his brother Peter. He and wasn't played he's not played by Tim Matheson, is he? No. Okay. <laughs> no. So again, in this finale, Peter starts uh, not being able to control the radio activity. He's like, "Oh no, oh no, I'm going to explode. What do I do?" And it turns out his brother, Nathan, who's been running for Congress, flies down because it turns out he can fly. He has a superpower too. Mm. And he says, you know what? I know what to do. I know how to save New York City from exploding. And he grabs Peter, his brother, and flies up in the air, like throws him into outer space, and he explodes in outer space. (laughs) (laughs) Now hang on a minute. I thought I saw that before in Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. So, yeah, so basically they're ripping off Black Sheep, Superman 4, probably the Highlander. Some, yeah, Highlander, Twilight Zone, and the, and the woman Nikki slash Jessica. Mm. The reason she has two names is because she is just Nikki, this blonde-haired woman. But if she wants to get strong and beat people up, she has to be in front of a mirror, some sort of mirror. It can be like a full body mirror. It can be like a broken piece of glass that reflects her image. And she switches places with her reflection (laughs) because her reflection is Jessica, the very strong version of her. Oh, God. I don't know. I'd say overall it was a pretty good show. But that finale, you know, I was expecting a really intense battle. They're all there. Mm. That finale, that big battle scene, it was nothing. Oh, well. Rap is crap.